Merry Christmas from Naples United Church of Christ. My name is Dawson Taylor and I have the great privilege of serving as senior minister. And it's also a privilege on this afternoon to welcome you to our family service. You know, 2020 has certainly been a unique year to say the least. However, even though we cannot be together, we did want to bring this special Christmas Eve service to you. And I'm deeply indebted and grateful to our production team and to our children's ministry for all that they've done to make this worship service possible. And of course, we're grateful that you have joined us. No matter if you've downloaded the service, if you're watching it via live stream, we're grateful to have you with us and worshiping with us. My hope and prayer is, is that you've gathered with people that you love, but if you're not able to be with family today, I hope that you will send this service to them and give them that gift. Of course, you can also join us for our traditional Christmas Eve service. That will be live streamed at 6, 8, and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I hope that you'll join us this Sunday. We will be back at 10 a.m. for our traditional Sunday morning worship service. I wanna offer, again, deep words of gratitude to everyone who's made this possible, but I especially wanna thank Meryl Noble, our Director of Children's Ministry, I can hardly believe it's her second Christmas with us, but I'm grateful to have her with us and I'm grateful that you have been able to take time on this, in this Christmas season to be with us this afternoon. So again, Merry Christmas from your family here at Naples United Church of Christ. I too would love to welcome you to the family Christmas Eve service today. My name is Meryl Noble and I serve as the director of children's ministry here at Naples United Church of Christ. We are so delighted that you and your family have taken time to be with us this afternoon to worship. I know your lives are very busy getting ready for Christmas tomorrow and we're so glad that you are here. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Thomas Coates, who is our puppeteer today. Over 2,000 years ago, on a silent and holy night, the Savior of the world was born in a lowly stable because there was no room for Mary and Joseph in the inn. As an intergenerational congregation, let us center our hearts and minds as we prepare to hear and remember the story of Jesus' birth. Merry Christmas, boys and girls. Moms and dads, too. Yes, Merry mo Christmas. Moms and dads, too, Thomas. Merry Christmas. It's so wonderful to have you with us today to celebrate the birth of Jesus. In the Bible, there are two Gospels that tell the story of Jesus. One narrative is by Matthew. The other narrative is by Luke. I want to share the best of both narratives with you right now. Are you ready? Ready. <laughs> now, the birth of Jesus happened this way. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before they got married, she discovered that she was pregnant with child through the power of the Holy Spirit. Then a messenger from God appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Joseph, don't be afraid to receive Mary as your bride. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. Mary will give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. Excuse me. Excuse me, Miss Merrill. Sure, but Thomas. Wa but wasn't Mary very surprised to find out she was going to have a baby? 
Well, not really, Thomas, because not long before, the angel Gabriel had appeared to Mary and told her that God had chosen her to be the mother of her son, his son, God's son. She might not have understood it at the time, but she accepted it, saying, let it be to me according to your word. Mm, That was very brave of her, Miss Merrill. So what happened next? Well, in those days, an announcement went out from the king. King, the emperor Augustus, wanted everyone in his realm to register to pay taxes. So Joseph traveled with Mary down from the town of Nazareth in Galilee of Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem, where his family was from. While they were there in Bethlehem, the time came for Mary to give birth to her child. And when she gave birth, she wrapped her son in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the local inn. Excuse me, excuse me, two questions, Miss Merrill. Sure. What are swaddling clothes and what's a manger? A swaddling cloth is a long piece of soft cloth that moms wrap tight around their babies to keep them warm and safe. And a manger is like a wood box on legs. It usually holds hay for the animals to eat. Hmm. I'm starting to get all wrapped up in the story, Miss Merrill. (laughs) Please continue. Well, so in that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, watching over their flocks at night. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were afraid. But the angel said, Don't be afraid. Look, I am bringing to you good news of great joy for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among all those who are favored. Miss Merrill. Yes, Thomas. If I was a shepherd out there at night and Mm. suddenly all these things started happening. Yeah. I think that I would be scared. Oh, Thomas, I think they were probably scared too. But after the initial shock, I think they were excited and curious to see what the angels were talking about. Let's keep going with the story. When the angels had left and returned to heaven, the shepherds went to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. They told Mary and Joseph and everyone what the angel had said, and everyone was amazed. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds went back to the fields, glorifying and praising God. Miss Merrill, Mm -hmm. why did God choose the shepherds to be the first ones to see Jesus? Well, I don't know for sure, Thomas, but I know that shepherds were looked down on by people who saw them as dirty and lowly. 
And we know from Jesus that God has special concern for people who are rejected by others. That night, the shepherds enjoyed first place. Hmm, I bet they felt good about that. And I bet they had some pretty amazing stories to mm. tell their children. Yeah. So were they the only ones to come to see Jesus? No, they weren't the only ones. Listen, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem, some magi from the east came to Jerusalem asking, where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star at its rising, and we have come to honor him. Well, when King Herod heard about this, he was frightened, and all the people. So he called the chief priests and the scribes, and he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, Bethlehem. I hate to ask this, Miss Merrill, but what are Magi? And why was King Herod afraid? Ah, well, Magi were scholars who lived in ancient Persia. They were considered to be very wise, and they studied the stars and the ancient writings. The star in the sky told them that God's promise was coming true to give us the Prince of Peace. King Herod was afraid because he didn't want a prince of peace. He ruled the people by fear, and he didn't want anyone to take away his power. So he came up with a tricky plan. A tricky plan. That doesn't sound very good to me, Miss <laughs> Merrill. What did he do? Well, Herod secretly called the Magi and learned the exact time the star had appeared in the sky. Then he sent them to Bethlehem to find the child, saying, Bring me word when you find him, so I can go and worship him too. But of course he didn't really mean it. What he really wanted to do was to destroy the child. So the Magi left the king and followed the star until it stopped over the place where Jesus was. When they got there, they were so filled with joy. When they went into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down to honor him. Opening their treasure chests, they gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When they were ready to return home, they, war we, they were warned in a dream not to go back to King Herod. So they returned to their own country by a different way. So the mean old Herod tried to trick the Magi, but he got tricked instead. Mm -hmm. But what were the gifts for Jesus all about? Well, some say that the gifts of gold, incense, and myrrh were gifts fit for a king. But when he was grown up, Jesus said he didn't come to be a king or a ruler, but a servant to show us the true meaning of God's love. That's a good thing for us to remember at Christmas time, Miss mm -hmm. Merrill. Every gift we give should be given with God's love. That is a good thing to remember, Thomas. Speaking of gifts, in a minute, Pastor Deb will be sharing about our Christmas offering this year.
Thank you, Thomas, so much for helping me tell the Christmas story today. I hope you have the most wonderful Christmas ever. You have a wonderful Christmas too, Miss Merrill, and thanks for telling us the story. Merry Christmas, boys and girls. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, moms and dads. <laughs> As I say these words of scripture, I would invite you to ask a trusted adult who's with you to help you find a candle in your house that you can light as I light our Christ candle, the candle that represents Jesus, the light of the world, who is born on Christmas Eve and who comes into the world. And you know, you can be the light of God in the world, just like Jesus was. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. But I want you to hear these words from the Bible that were written so long ago about Jesus. And we say these words in each of our Christmas services. These come from John chapter one. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. And just like this candle represents Jesus, who was born tonight and who is the light of the world, you too can be God's light in the world. And how do you do that? Well, we do that by loving each other and by loving everyone around us, our parents and our grandparents, our brothers and our sisters, even when they get a little annoying. We're called to be the light. We're called to love one another, just as Jesus taught us. We are so glad that you came to worship, that you were a part of this service. And I wanna wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. <laughs> 